What are we doing here? Oh, I don't know. Oh, are we doing a podcast? Are we doing yeah. one of them talking things? We are. We're talking. Is this the return of You Should Listen to This, a uh, music podcast? I hope so. You, you hope so? You, I think we're going to go through a rebranding process halfway through, and I'm not going to tell you about it. We're just going to do it. I think we're going through a rebranding right now. I think What should the, we... Okay. I think at the end of the episode, I'm going to outro with a different name, and we're just going to have to go with this. Let's intro. How about this podcast is about figuring out the new name? This is going to be an hour and a half of figuring out the new name. No. All right. Let's call it. You should listen to this podcast. The return. Return. (laughs) The second return. The second return. Because we can't get our shit together. Just like my dad. We should return and leave again. And then come back. And then act like it's fine. Isn't that what he did? Or is that what he's going to do? That's what he. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're gonna do to like your future kid or to your father. Yeah, I think you it, need to elaborate more on this. Well, here, okay. So I think it's good for a kid to go through the trauma of not having a father around. Yeah. Because I wasn't lucky enough to not have a father around. So what I'm gonna do, you know how they say, treat your kids the way you wish your parents would have treated you. You're gonna treat your kids exactly how you your parents treated you. The opposite. I'm gonna leave. And then I thought your parents did leave. They did in when I was like 15, 14. Oh, that doesn't count. You're already a grown man by that point. You're in the worker force. I was working. You were working? No. Where, where were you working when you were 15? Uh, I was a dishwasher. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I was saying something. <laughs> <laughs> like there was some. Like, What's wrong with that? There was like some What were you doing when, when you were 15? When I was 15, we were working at a grocery store. Doing what? Uh, checking people out, making sandwiches for myself that I wasn't supposed to be doing. The old shop and stop? It wasn't the shop and stop. It was the uh, the food center. Oh, Terry's. <laughs> yeah, Terry's food center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we went there. Yeah, we that went there. We got, the, we got the fucking uh, the discount bakery goods. Oh, yeah, because that place is like that time capsule. Yeah. And they have the, was it like, it's not neon. It's just like the, the walls have that brown and yellow painting like the lines up top that finds the store i think it was like almost like not like a rainbow because like we're in the midwest and that doesn't fly here but like it was like red and blue and yellow i think i fucking lived there for 15 years and i worked there so i should know yeah it was like the the calgon colors calgon calgon aren't the colors cargill no not what what is cargill cargill's a seed company it's it's green yellow and red no, no, no! I'm thinking of Calgon. It's like red, yellow, the and blue. Is Calgon? It's an ancient Chinese secret. It's an ancient Chinese secret. Yeah. Like coronavirus. Yeah, that's why we're recording this right now, just in case we die, and then you got. You got you know. posterity that we reveal <laughs> the secrets of Calgon. <laughs> let, let me, Calgon. I swear to God, it's the. Now, now you're just googling stuff. Well, this, I, this I'm just looking audio it up. Content. No, 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 no we're arguing Calgon now. Calgon for me. Hang on, I. I swear to God, it's it's, it's a, you know what? I am wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Here, look at that. Calgon. Water softener. Yeah, the water softener. Yeah, it's got like, the rainbow. It's like the it's ancient like, Chinese secret of the like water softener. Red, yellow, and green. I think that was the color of Terry Terry's Food Center's uh, lining. So you're leaving your kids is what we're getting at. Well, that's. Well, now you're taking it out of context too. So you don't want your children to have a father. No, because then know. every dude, every movie you watch, when the dad leaves, every movie, when the dad leaves, the kid grows up and becomes the main character of a movie. 
So you want your kids to be main character of the whole movie? Yeah, in their own head. Which I'm pretty sure so like, could be like a mental disorder. Probably. Uh, in like movies, like the dad always goes away for a reason. Like It's either like they die or like they go off to war or something like that. What's going to be your excuse? So my excuse, basically, I'm going to leave a trail of clues and people behind that can, that can direct my kid back to me. And I'm waiting for that like that Luke Skywalker moment or like that Yoda moment where I'm sitting in my little hut in the middle of the woods and my son finds me and I'm outside chopping wood and like I have goats and stuff. I went a completely different direction with that. I was thinking like end of the movie you're like both sitting at a cafe and like he's like talking about like how he's searching for his father and you like pull the newspaper down and you just turn make direct eye contact with the camera and then the credits roll. Hmm. It could be something like that, too. You also basically just described the plot of Fallout 3. Just leaving a trail oh, of people shit. to find your fucking father. He didn't do it on purpose, though. This is, like, my master plan. Your master plan? Yeah. I don't think you should abandon your kids for, I think the, sake, it, for the sake of uh, character development. It depends on if they're a, a boy or a girl, I guess. Yeah. I mean, does it really affect... Well, it, yeah, it affects... Well, it affects otherwise. girls, but it makes them different. Yeah. They don't get violent, they just... Yeah, I just... Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this. I just end up dating, though. Yeah. That was a good time for both of us to take a, take a sip <laughs> from our drinks. Uh, I have a white can of Monster, because uh, I'm a terrible human being, and you got the... Uh, you got the Ginger Brew, Mon- Monster, Monster Mule. Monster Ginger Brew. It's really good. So, so it's just like a ginger beer? Uh, Yeah, that's what it tastes like. I don't believe you. I'm not trying it. I'm not trying <laughs> you should it. try it. I offered no, some to you, and you it. won't drink it. So what do we got to talk about today? We uh, got well, a mess. Well, it's Ooh. been a while. It's It's been a while, as Aaron Lewis from Stained likes to say on occasion. It's been a while. <laughs> hey, speaking of Aaron Lewis, and it being a while, <laughs> okay. maybe we should talk about some of our music that we've been listening to since we've been gone. That's a good question. Uh, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson has been my number one uh, top played track ever since then. Yeah. Uh, right after that is uh, Since You've Been Gone, the cover by A Day to Remember. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, uh, I think that's about it. What have you been listening to? Don't forget. That was, uh, me, that was me stalling so I can pull up my Spotify. What have I been listening to? Yeah, go for it. I gotta pull up my Spotify here. I was trying to stall for myself, hoping that you were doing the same thing at the same time. I am doing oh, it, and I'm in you, it. You fucked my mouth. Let's see, you what? Fu- you, been, you kicked my dog. I've been listening to um, a lot of Choir Boy. Choir Boy's fantastic. Um, Enjoy them Drab Majesty lately. Another great one. Um, Let's see here. I, I keep going through like these, you know those playlists they put on Spotify? Just because like... I feel I'm feeling lazy lately with picking yeah. out music, and I don't really want to have to like look for stuff right now. That's it's fair. just a lot of work. So what I'm doing is I'm just finding other people's playlists and just listening to them. And every time something pops do, out like at it, me, yeah. I'll just like it or whatever. What I normally do is I I like jump into my daily mix if I don't know what I want to listen to, and if a song pops up, I'll I'll just listen to the full album. Like, if it's something really piques my interest. Because, like, I enjoy it all, but some of the stuff you just don't want to listen in full album form. Mm-hmm. But normally that's how I get through my entire day is I just jump from album to album, but staying, like, at the core with my daily mixes. Right. Um, recently, I pulled up my top albums I've listened to for the past 30 days. 
Um, pretty predictable. Got No Warnings, Ill Blood, which is one of my favorite hardcore records of all time. Mm-hmm. Got a Crave Adults, Fear of Life, which is a fantastic um, alternative rock album, to put it in the dumbest way possible. Um, it's just good. Uh, shares members with fucking Spiritual Cramp and, like, I think Self-Defense Family. And I think, actually, Anthony from Ceremony played guitar on this record. Really? I could be wrong, but I know he was involved with Crave Adults some way. Um then a lot of my just normal go-to stuff like Ceremony and Blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a hardcore record from 2019 that I want to mention, which is Restraining Orders, The World Is Too Much. Probably the best hardcore record of last year. It wasn't my favorite, but it's the best, if that makes sense. It's probably my number two. My number one was Wild Side's Who the Hell is Wild Side, just because it's goofy fun. Uh, goofy fun. It's goofy fun. Uh Restraining Order, that record is just such a fucking great blend of, like, classic punk and hardcore with, like, newer stuff, and it never, it's strongly rooted in punk, which is what I enjoy over anything, because, like, as much as I love metal and I love heavy bullshit, it's just, it's good old punk, it's good old fun punk stuff, and you can't go wrong with that, and Mm -hmm. they're fucking killing it, and, like, after that album came out they fucking blew up which is very nice to see that style of hardcore like being in vogue again mm-hmm. i've been listening to a lot of hardcore stuff recently that's all i've been listening to because it's um winter not necessarily that it's winter it's just at work it's loud at my work and just it's not very conducive to listen to like stuff that i have to pay attention to yeah but with hardcore, I can just have on the background, and it's all stuff I've heard a million times before, so it doesn't really, like, I can listen to it a lot more casually than I can any other genre. Occasionally, I'll intersperse, like, alternative rock stuff and, like, mm-hmm. stuff that I am very familiar with, but for the most part, I stick to hardcore just because it's, it's the easiest for me to listen to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting, like, a weird blend of everything because I've been doing that playlist thing. Yeah. I put on... When I'm at... I, I go to school for... I do electronic stuff at school, right? Yeah. I can't focus very well when I'm listening... If I'm listening to loud music, like building circuits and stuff. That's fair. And so what I have been listening to a lot of is like... I've been listening to a lot of minimal techno while I'm at school. That's fair. Because it's like just... The, it's just bumpy enough to keep me awake and like focus. But it's not it's not distracting or anything. But it's good stuff though. It's it's fun. I, I honestly couldn't fucking name one of the artists I've listened to on there because oh, I don't yeah. I don't they don't none of them stand out at all. It all sounds like the same kind of thing. And that's the weird thing with like a lot of those artists is that they don't like the naming conventions with those types of pro projects are always very weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of like ambient electronic artists that I like, but all their names are really fucking weird and it's hard to pick them out. Like whether it's like Croatian Amor or Varg or Iserine, and it's all just like I couldn't tell you a single thing that anything of their music <laughs> sounds like. I know they exist, but I could not. Maybe Croatian Amor just because I've listened to that the most, but mm-hmm. like all of these artists, I know I've listened to a lot. I couldn't tell you a distinct like part of their music. Like you could play something, and I'd just be like, I don't fucking know who that is. That's <laughs> that's one of twenty ambient electronic artists that I know. <laughs> Fuck, dude. There's also like Vanessa Amaro, which is a little bit different because that's like stringed instruments and stuff like that, but it's still like 
kind of the same shit. Who's that one lady that does the noise stuff that's from... Is she from Minneapolis? You know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about Pharmacon, or are you talking about uh, Lingua Ignata? I don't remember. You played a video of it one time, and she was doing a lot of vocal stuff. And it sounded like a whole choir of people. That'd be Lingua Ignata. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's from philadelphia i think i know she has like ties with full of hell in the body but i think that they might just be like buddy buddy they might not be from the same area Mm. but i know that they actually just started a band where it was i think i don't know her name so i'm not gonna say it and be wrong but her and dylan from full of hell and i one of the dudes from the body one of two and i don't know either of their names they started like a new like industrial just noisy fucking band and they have one song out and i listened to it and it was good it's just not like a casual listening type of thing like any of that harsh music is for the most part but i like found out about it in a weird way i didn't find out from from any like news thing or any of their social medias fucking mark mccoy made their logo and i found that out just from mark mccoy's instagram being like hey i made the logo for this new band and I, like, looked into the band and found out who was in it, and I was like, oh, shit, I like all of these people. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. That's it's good, cool. It's good logo. I'll have to check that out. What yeah. was the name of that project? I want to say it's called Sightless Pit, but I could be wrong. Huh. We'll I, look into it. I can do a Google search right now. That's okay. With the power of the internet you can while you vamp, while I type in Sightless yeah. Pit into Google. Speaking of Full of Hell, though, I mean, did you... That sucks that they they got robbed or whatever. They took oh, all yeah. their shit. It sucks, but they also got all the money back for it in like a day and a half. Probably. Yeah, they did. Like they did a GoFundMe thing and they <laughs> got it all back like immediately. Just gonna buy new stuff, nicer stuff. Yeah, the thing was the problem was like the guitarist for Full of Hell. He has like a lot of custom made guitars, and there's uh... like two of his guitars were like one of one. Oh. Uh... So, but the company, like made, made ones for him that's nice i'm right it is sightless pit i just can't even imagine having like thousands of dollars in audio equipment oh yeah and uh fucking it's like coming out to it's your car gone. it's all gone every last piece of it is all gone you probably want to like actually murder someone oh, honestly absolutely. like i don't even have that much valuable music stuff but like if i just if it was all just gone one day i'd wouldn't know what to do with myself i'd just be like well i'm out a lot of money and it's gonna be hard to replace all of that in time Mm -hmm. if you could steal one piece of an artist uh artillery what one piece of an artillery (laughs) what would you whose thing would you steal like what would you steal uh probably keith richards's immortality Still you hear about money. Ozzy? No, what happened to him? He has, like, Parkinson's and stuff, and he's, like, really going out quick. Oh, shit. Like, he can't talk anymore, I don't think. Is Ozzy gonna be the first, uh... First of the gang to die? First of the gang to die this year? Would he be the first... No, he's not the first member of Black Sabbath to die, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure one of the dudes died in the fucking 80s. I just meant one of the first legendary artists to, to die in 2020. Because, like, it was, like, we lost Bowie and Prince... Yeah, in the same year, this, wasn't it the same month too? Yeah, I think it was the same week. Oh shit, yeah. Has anyone fucking legendary died in 2020 yet? Other Not than yet. Kobe Bryant? Well, I mean, his music we can get sucked. into that. Yeah, his music wasn't very good. 
podcast music that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna bring the podcast to a downer and do a celebrity deaths in 2020. This can't be it. So a yeah, lot. I'm I'm worried about Ozzy, but he did like go out on a good note because he did his final. He's not fucking thing. dead yet. I'm saying like he did out with his music oh, career because oh. he's he's done with music. Why? Because he like knew he was on his way out. He can he can perform with Parkinson's. He just can't. He'd be a Vick studio Fox artist. Been doing it for fucking twenty years, but he also killed somebody. So. Wait, was that Michael J. Fox that killed somebody? What? Like, I'm thinking of Matthew Broderick. What? <laughs> I just accused Michael J. Fox of killing someone. He fuck? definitely did not do that. I would like to. I would like the record to show <laughs> that Matthew Broderick was the was the one that killed someone. Yeah. Michael J. Fox, as far as I know, not a murderer. Did try to fuck oh, his own man. mom. Yeah. But Matthew Broderick was yeah he was a drunk driver and killed two women in the fucking UK. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up. So yeah, Inspector Gadget is a murderer. Marty McFly is not. Just a mom fucker. Dude. I want to get off the Kobe Bryant thing. Because I don't know if we should get into that. I searched Celebrity Dust 2020 first when it was Kobe Bryant. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's dad. Oh, for a second I thought you were going to stop at Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne like, Johnson. What? Yeah. Helicopter crash? It's actually a submarine. <laughs> Yeah, you think he wouldn't be able to fit into those bad boys, but uh, you make it work. <laughs> would have been more fitting for Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, to die in a helicopter crash, because he's in like a helicopter in every movie he's in. He flies one. Can't say I've seen enough Dwayne Johnson movies to uh, vouch for that one, but I'll go. I'll I go think with there's it. like a whole compilation of him in helicopters in movies. I think he should get crushed by a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> He could go out like a Charlie or a Charlie Day and Two and a Half Men, where he gets crushed by a piano. You mean you mean Charlie Sheen? Charlie Charlie Day, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Sheen. I'm sorry, one of them's more relevant and more fresh Rest on my in brain. Peace, John Andretti, the NASCAR driver, nephew of racing legend Mario Andretti. Oh yeah, colon cancer. That's kind of sad. Uh, Kobe Bryant. You keep listing off dead people. I'm gonna go grab something that we can talk about here. Because I want right. to talk about this. I don't recognize any of these people. I want to name them, but like... Fucking Neil Peart. Rest in peace, Neil Peart. How could I forget? The man, the myth, the legend. Neil Peart. Dead at 67. Uh, fuck. Rush is a good band. Uh, any band that can make a career off of writing songs about wizards and shit is cool by me. Uh... According to Us Weekly, oh shit! <laughs> what about Us Weekly? According to Us Weekly, only sixteen people have died in twenty nineteen so far. Twenty nineteen? <laughs> what year did I say? You said twenty nineteen. Did I say twenty nineteen? Yeah, you did. Twenty twenty. Yeah, that's it for twenty twenty. It's sixteen people, and I didn't. The know Roaring Twenties. Fourteen of them. More like the Boring Twenties. So what Darby just gave to me was our. Uh, our last set of pickups. We do this. Would you? We do this thing sometimes. We've been kind of slacking on it lately, but we like to go to. Um, we take a tea from uh, the wonderful Mega Sixty Four guys, and we go to this place. Oh, we go to this place, um, and uh, I'm not gonna say where it is. Uh, we, the, we go the, to a the Bible Belt. We go to a vape slash media store. Vapes, vape, vape media store. <laughs> a vape media store, and we purchase 
uh, DVDs out of the clearance bin, and they're usually like a dollar, like two dollars, fifty yeah. cents. And uh, the selections are interesting to say the least. What I have in my hand right here, the first one. I feel like we should save that one for last. I'm gonna save that one for last. This is, this is my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this one. Uh, so this was one that I was really expecting the worst from it. It is a musical stage play called He Say, She Say, But What Does God Say? And that's by David E. e. Talbert. Talbert. Uh, I was thinking the worst. I saw the shitty Photoshop. I, The name, enough. Is, is, I feel like that's enough to uh, pass judgment on it. Very well done musical stage play. <laughs> it was really good. The, everyone was a great performer in it and the the, the songs were really good and yeah, catchy the, it shit. was genuinely good like i'm not a musical guy especially not a jesus one but i give a i give a shining like two thumbs up to he say she say but what does god say i mean we didn't finish it <laughs> but oh, i can no, assume that it we ended well yeah we turned that one off but it was good for the you know you want to watch something for a couple minutes and then turn it off that's a good one. Oh fuck all right the next one <laughs> was a uh, fantastic <laughs> oh 90s action film, which I'm just now realizing how ridiculous the cover of it is. Hologram Man? Hologram Man, starring Joe Lara, Tiny Lister, and Michael <laughs> Nori. So this one was, uh, this one starts at 100 and stays at 100 the entire fucking movie. It is quite the ride, and it, it's pretty what incomprehensible. Do you, what do you remember about this movie? I remember a dude being turned into like a video game. Like yeah, he goes into, like, future jail or something. Yeah, he goes into cyber jail. Yeah, and then... <sighs> I don't remember what he does. It's been a while since we actually watched this. This was easily, like, four or five months ago. This was a... He goes to, like, cyber jail, and then when you, you get basically turned into, like, a computer AI program thing, but you're trapped inside of a computer network. Yeah. But he's, like, the leader of this really powerful uh, gang... And this guy that plays this gang leader is probably one of the most intense people I've ever seen in my life. Was yeah. didn't didn't it's he like, commit a crime or something on the set? We looked something up about this movie and he was like he was on roids the whole time or something. Yeah, some he shit. was like fucking yelling at the stagehands and like the, the the PAs and stuff like that and like flipping tables and shit the <laughs> yeah. entire time because he like was having extreme roid rage. Yeah. Um to describe the uh, main character dude, the main villain dude. Uh, now looking at the back of it and seeing an actual foe of him, my idea was significantly <laughs> different in my head. I was going to say Steven Seagal mixed with Peter Steele from Typo Negative. It's definitely more like <laughs> Fabio mixed with uh, uh, Ty from Extreme Home Improvement. Oh, what the fuck? But still jacked. Let me yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Ty Pennington mixed with Fabio. Uh very convincing actor though very good he's very scary plays a scary crazy person well <laughs> i don't know dude he this is insanely violent anyway so he's this mob guy he's this mob leader and they his team breaks him out of cyber jail somehow they like hack the system and what that does is he's still like a computer ai program but he is now like superpowered he's immortal because he's not you know, he's not a he's human, not a human he's a, anymore. He's, he's a video game character, yeah. now, basically. But yo, you remember Cyber Chase on PBS? Oh yeah, I remember that show. I, I, I the theme song is still stuck in my head. Your, what was your favorite PBS show? I was big partial to Zaboomafu and Between the Lions. I used to really like uh, Dragon Tales. Oh, Dragon Tales! That was the shit. Dragon Tales kicked ass. 
there was like the two headed one where it was like the siblings and they was like it always Zack cool. and Wheezy or something. <laughs> Zack and Wheezy, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there one that was like, was it fucking uh, Zack that was like clearly like doing drugs the entire time, like clearly yeah. snorting some dragon I think dust. they both were. I think if they had a dragon home, it would be like a trailer. I think the whole plot of that show was that uh, the kids, I don't remember their names, but I think they just lived in a house that had lead paint and they were just kind of... <laughs> yeah, they had like a dragon scale or like something. A, the dragon scale that they rubbed to go into the dragon land was actually a giant chip of red paint. Yeah. That they were taking turns <laughs> licking either side of. This is some fucking robot chicken level bullshit that you're describing right now. I think that's the plot of Dragon Tales, actually. Yeah. Um, I like to think that, that, that they found that scale in the house, right? Like, it was just there when they moved in. You think the house they... is a dragon? I don't know. It could be. I just like thinking of, like, the the previous children that went to Dragonland, and they fucking get old and die and shit. They turn into dragons. That's Zack and Wheezy. Dude, that'd be the most insane shit ever. It's like, well... I better fuck You're up. almost 13, so it's your choice now. You either become a dragon, or you never come back to Dragonland. You either become a dragon, or you go work as a dishwasher. <laughs> uh, I, I need to start writing notes down for my Dragon Tales fanfic that I'm going to put up. Yeah. It's going to be right next to the, uh, the, the Arthur fanfiction that I showed you, where uh, Buster becomes like a fascist leader after Arthur fucks his mom. I'm pretty sure I either did a dramatic reading or sent that to you at some point because it is a ridiculous. You did read it, you read it. It's pretty out loud. <laughs> of course I did. At in dinner. my apartment. At dinner. Out loud at dinner. All kind. Yeah. Let's go on to the next movie. Okay. We got Hologram Man. Check it out. It's good stuff. Hologram Man, fantastic movie. We got all your favorite stars. We got Miguel Angel Rodriguez. We got Flavio Paniche. Hey. Carlos Sempi. Oof. Carlos Perez and Jorge Almado and the Banda Super Bandidos. We got Patron de Patrones. That's a great. That's a great movie. A fantastic uh, Latin American film. Uh, so I don't know if you remember the plot of this film. It was basically like quarreling groups over a logging company. Like I think one company or like one group like owned this logging company mm-hmm. and then another group didn't like that they had the logging company it's a lot of sh- dudes shooting each other in the woods there are some fantastic shootout scenes in this film in the woods with very minimal cover like large men in flannel ducking behind very small trees it's really good and like you know how in like shitty movie in this movie when people are shooting each other the camera holds on them just a little too long like so it's like pew and it's like the music's playing really loud and it holds on them and they just stand there not doing anything and then it cuts to the next guy shooting again yeah like whoever edited patron de patrones definitely was uh sleeping on the job it was definitely uh it was a lazy work I'll, I'll admit it. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. There's a lot of drama. A lot of think, family I don't drama. I think we finished it either. I think we maybe got uh, half an hour into this one. Yeah, but it was good for the half hour. I wanted to keep watching it, but no one I else mean, did. you have the DVD. Well, I don't think I'll ever get around to You're never going to have a day where you're going to get off work and be like, you know, I'm going to pop in Patron Day Patronus. <laughs> I'm feeling Patron today. Not this decade. Next decade. We just started a new one. Well, then the next one. All right. Doesn't matter to me. So this next... Uh, last this but movie. not least, we got 
my favorite one, Live to Ride, Ride to Live, River Run Wild, Hog Heaven. Wait, is that the... How do you read the title of this? I'm not Hog River it. Run Wild Heaven. So this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is a film about motorcycles, about big hogs, about a... Uh, Harley's. Yeah. Uh, it's basically a bunch of like compilation footage from like motorcycle meetups in Las Vegas with the best kind of people. Uh, when we were watching it for the first time, we did uh, was it spot the goatees? The yeah, yeah. Did everyone had like the worst just for men goatee? Oh, absolutely. And I think this was from like 2004 or something like that. And I, the entire time I was just waiting for Limp Biscuit to show up. And there's a whole, like, beauty pageant contest thing halfway through where it's just, just sevens in bikinis, to put it very bluntly. And I feel like I'm oh. being generous with the seven on there. And the I think the best part about it was uh, they had, like, this beauty pageant where, like, these women are, like, up on stage very, you know, scantily, scantily clad. clad. <laughs> very scantily clad. But it's, it's not like all the dudes are, like, there just to see tits. Like, there's favorites in the... There's, like, favorites on stage. Because I remember there was distinctly, like, when one girl wins, I think she won, there was audible booing from the crowd. <laughs> it's fucking rigged, dude. Yo, it's rigged. It's just it's like basketball. It's all rigged. It's just like basketball. But yeah, it's... On the back, the choppers, the drags, the parties, the bikes... The girls and the photo going alongside the girls are, I believe it is a, I'd say about a 25 year old woman, it's decently attractive. Her mom immediately behind her, like definitely her mother or a Wait, let's just see a that. random 50 let's year old that. woman. Gotta confirm. The bottom left there. That's definitely her mom in the middle there, right? I don't. That is definitely. Nah. Her woman. Nah. I think it's just the light. Let me that see. That woman this. looks very leathery. We'll put a picture up on. Uh... The, the site the website yeah i don't think that's her mom we'll let you decide I, I we'll mean, do a poll we could find out we could call like we did with uh brigham brigham, brigham kerr <laughs> did we ever tell that um, i don't remember if we talked so about long. this i think last time we did this i think we strictly talked about music well <laughs> music we stuff would, we never brought up the dvds though, i don't I think, think we ever brought up brigham kerr Brigham Kerr. So, what a guy. do you have the DVD for that? I do somewhere. I'd have to dig it out of a, it's, it's of a, a heap. It's a Taekwondo training video for, like, a youth. Isn't it like it's a like a, it's a youth Taekwondo training video. And the the way the DVD is set up, the menu... It's fucked. It's the, real bad. There's no play all button. It's just a menu, and then you have to select what you want. You want to learn how to sweep kick, or you want to learn how to fucking box yeah. a Rooney, or... And it's just, the movie was very slow, like, very early 2000s designed, and not even good for the era. No. Not to shit on this man's work, but... I mean, he did what he could at the time with what he had. He did. He He's an innovator. He is. He, he is a... <laughs> he adapts is. to his environment. Uh, in the credits of the DVD, there was the website and phone number of the dude who made the DVD, like, who did all the graphics, all the, like, <laughs> the slates and everything. And this was about 9 p.m. Yep. In our on a weekday, wisdom, we thought, "Yo, let's call this dude. Mm-hmm. Let's let's give him high praise for his uh, youth taekwondo training <laughs> video that he worked on in 2003." And uh, at 9 p.m., we called the phone number. First ring, dude answers. Picks up immediately. Picks up immediately. First ring answers with Bring- the the words, the phrasing, and the voice 
that will forever stick with me. <laughs> one ring, Brigham. 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 And I was so caught off guard, I was not expecting him to answer the phone at all, that I immediately got flustered, which I don't do too often when I commit <laughs> to these things. Like, I'm pretty good at keeping my cool for the most part with this stuff, but his response, the, the punctuality of his Brigham. answering the phone call and just that response threw me so off that I, like... His confidence overwhelmed you. It, it overwhelmed me very quick, and I very quickly just spit out a couple words about how I was watching his uh, Taekwondo training video, and I really thought he did a good job, and I appreciated his work, and then I hung up before, like, I could really embarrass myself any further. He seemed appreciative, though. He he, he didn't seem annoyed to get that phone call at 9 p.m. I got the exact opposite impression. He seemed like he... It's like, these fucking kids keep calling me to pick up this goddamn Taekwondo video and these clearance bins. Do you think he's, like, sick of uh, getting praise for the Taekwondo video? Like, do you think that's his Titanic? <laughs> like, he's like, I think I'm, it... I'm, working on, I'm working on adult jujitsu training videos now. I'm way past the youth Taekwondo. Like, he's on his Avatar 2 now, and we're still talking about Titanic. Mm-hmm. And he... I think... I think that might have been his magnum opus as far as menu navigation goes. His website is mostly just illustrations and caricatures. Yeah, now. he does that, and he, I think he's also Santa for Christmas parties too. He's a, he's a jack of all trades, Mister Brigham Kerr. He does from, it all. Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Entrepreneur. That makes me. That makes me think, though. Do you think he has like a demo? Re- do do mall Santas and these Santas that show up to parties? Do they need demo reels? No, but I feel like that's something we should make. A, like a mall Santa demo reel? Yeah, this is my mall Santa demo reel. Like, drop it, uh, <laughs> drop it off at, like, the, the, the office at one of the fucking malls here. And be like, yo, got you. That's a good idea. Here's my demo tape. <laughs> Have it on an actual film reel. Mm-hmm. Not even, like a, like, a flash drive or anything. Just a giant fucking film <laughs> reel. Yeah, have fun playing this shit. Yeah. We could go to Goodwill and get one of those, uh, it's not even a, a film. It's just, like, you know those little translucent slides or whatever that you put yeah. in the big plastic thing. Here's a, here's a slideshow of how good will mall Santa I am. None of these kids are crying. Yeah. Well, the, the fucking, uh, the mall here is connected to a movie theater. They could just put the reel up on the movie theater. Dude, I don't think movie theaters have actual reel-to-reel players anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't kill the magic for me. They definitely just have, like, a Blu-ray or something they just oh, throw just in there and it's just a projector. <laughs> absolutely they do but in my head i like to think uh every movie theater is like that one episode of rugrats where they go to see uh they go to see uh what was their equivalent of the care bears in the rugrats because uh, the movie is called uh, reptar well reptar was the one <laughs> they wanted to see they got stuck going to the care bears and the name of the movie was uh the land without smiles and i remember that very well because the line that the grandpa puts out immediately after that, he's like, the land the land without brains is more like it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been 15 years since I've probably seen that episode. And still the land me. without brains. Yo, the grandpa was the best part of Rugrats. But no, the, the kids escape because they don't want those fucking lame-ass bears. So they, they're trying to go to the Reptar movie, and they're like up in the like viewing thing and they like are like sitting on the reel and like fucking up the 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 tape and everything like that huh do you think we could rugrats was a great show do you think we could convince the people at the movie theater here to let us go up into the projection room yeah like pretend we're film students at you and i yeah or like just slip them a 20 
I'm not giving those people a 20. A 10. Maybe we can do that thing, that, like that viral video a while ago. Where carrying a ladder? Carrying a ladder, you can get it anywhere you want. Well, I'm here to check out the lights upstairs. Yeah, let's find like a neon work shirt at like Goodwill and just carry a ladder into the movie theater and see if the lesson is in the out. room. To try it out. Yeah, what's the, what are they going to do? Make us leave? I'll yeah. come back in a different costume. <laughs> come back with a fake mustache and a, and a burrito on <laughs> <in> my vest. <laughs> Those, dude, okay, Jackson takes, bur- or he used to, he used to take burritos from Poncheros into the fucking movie theater. I took Taco and Bell in the movie theater last time I went there. You do not realize how pugnant burrito smell is until it's in a space where it shouldn't be. In a be. concealed space where it should be, because, like... Where it should be? There shouldn't be. Oh. Because there's a typical movie theater smell, like, there's the stale popcorn, there's the fucking sticky-ass soda on the right. ground. There's all that shit, like, a movie theater has a distinct smell. A tofu sada burrito from Ponchero's loaded with, with sour, sauce cream? And sour cream. Oh, and that's the thing that pierces through every other scent in the room. It's that the sour is not, cream. That does not fit in a movie theater. And when you take that first bite and the smell just emanates, everyone notices. And it especially is noticeable when you take a bite when you think it's going to be a loud part in like the previews. And the audio cuts right before you take the bite, and you just get a disgusting squelch that feel that fills the theater because you bit into this wet ass fucking burrito. I've I've done that a handful of times in my life. I don't get the burritos anymore because they're not vegan, and I'm one of those fucking losers that doesn't eat animal products. But I did do Taco Bell a couple weeks ago in the movie theater. That can't be as bad. No, it wasn't that bad. I did spill. I did spill it all over myself though. <laughs> It was, when was, it was when I was watching Joker, actually. It's a small price to pay. I took a Casey's Pizza into a movie theater once. Mm. They didn't say shit to you? They were just like, whatever. No, I had it. Un- I had a giant hoodie on, and I put it underneath the hoodie. And all the small? Pizza, all the pizza was fucked up. Because like, <laughs> I was holding the pizza box, like, vertical. It looked like a Chuck E. Cheese pizza by the time you got it in there. <laughs> Charles Entertainment. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Yeah, all the, all the, all the slices were different sizes. Because they just pieced the pizzas together. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese's, um, I feel like I've established with you, every single time I hear the song Working for the Weekend by Loverboy, I think about Chuck E. Cheese's for some reason. I don't know why. I think I think the last time I was at a Charles Entertainment Cheese's, I think that song must have been playing and that stuck into like eight-year-old me's head. So they now, play Loverboy at a kid's arcade? What's wrong with Loverboy? I mean, their album covers are kind of questionable for children, for uh for children casinos but uh child casino that's basically what it is yeah but like there's nothing harsh about fucking working for the weekend that's just a good old American I'm just that's kind of odd don't you think they would just play like kids music or something like you gotta have something for the parents I guess they can't serve booze so I guess they'll just play 80s heads did they used to serve booze I feel like that should be something in 2020 they start selling booze at Chuck E. Cheese yeah should I start a change.org petition to start yeah. serving booze at Charles Entertainment Cheeses. Yeah, we'll, we'll start one right after this is over. <laughs> Even the... <laughs> Never mind. I'll start flyering. I'll do a campaign. Start fucking putting Dude. flyers in everyone's door. Let the... Chuck E. Cheese serve booze. You could probably get in the courier for that. The courier? Yeah. The fucking newspaper around here. How the fuck... Say it again. The courier. <laughs> what the fuck? What? That's not how you say it. How do you say it? Courier. Courier? Courier. Courier, what the That's fuck? That's like a guy that carries. Yeah, it's a courier. Courier. 
It's curry. Ah, nah, that's wrong. Yo, it's like that fucking uh, Indian cuisine. Er, the courier. 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 Courier? Courier. How am I saying it? You're saying courier. Like, you have your fucking teachers out when you're drinking your fucking root beer. Courier. I've, I've heard it said like that. Yeah, by a fucking bitch. <laughs> I cycled through all the words I can't say in my head before I stumbled on that one. It's like a wheel. Wheel, a wheel of cancel. A wheel, a wheel of words I can't say publicly. Yeah. Uh, which one's bankrupt? Oh, I know which one bankrupt is. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's black in the show for a Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <leaving> this <laughs> It's fine. I set up... You fucking threw me completely off by saying Courier. Courier. I was setting you up for your whole fucking lover boy thing. Oh. Oh, right. So, uh... So, we... So, we have a lover I, boy hey. thing. Okay. Didn't we think it up after we bought these? Or... No. No, because... That was a different time when we had the lover boy thing because that was just us. we were driving i think yeah, we, were we were driving back from somewhere Waterloo, obviously so yeah that's where i live he wants to come and fucking rob me there's seventy thousand people in the city good fucking luck <laughs> you'll never find either of us anyway but yeah we were driving back from something and we started or jackson started playing lover boy on the in the car and then we started just coming up with this music video because I was like, every time I hear the beginning of the song, I think of an airplane pulling in to like, or taking off or something, you know? The, the second he said this, I immediately identified with it. And I was just like, like the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> thing got totally thrown to the wayside. I was like, fuck yeah, airplanes taking off. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, over the course of the four and a half minute long song, we fucking plotted out an entire music video. While for- it was playing. <laughs> Loverboy's working for the weekend, yep. which is a fantastic tune. It's a good song. You're, you've heard it. If you're listening, you've heard this song before. But I highly suggest listening to it again because it's a really fucking good song. Like it, it's a good '80s hit. Oh, we can't play it here. Oh, we can't. We'll get in trouble. I mean, I can sing it. <laughs> okay. I'll do it a cappella. All right. All right. Banana. So <laughs> how it starts? I think so. You know how it starts. I don't know how it starts. It's been a minute. We're not I, doing acapella. I'm not doing acapella, Loverboy. But yeah, so we plotted out this entire music video to Loverboy's working for the weekend, which basically revolved around... An airport. An airport. A bunch of quick cuts of planes taking off and landing. You know, people rushing to get to their gate. All that stuff. Uh, you know, it also circles around, like, the plot. The, the plot of the music video itself so it was around one air traffic controller <laughs> doing his best <laughs> as we all do when we work on the weekends yeah when you're working on the weekend as an air traffic controller yeah. he's doing his best he's he's got the microphone he's he's yelling land he's he's <laughs> that's, all... that's how you do it yeah you just say land, land. <laughs> the plane and... just takes a 90 degree dive <laughs> you have to time it right yeah no, this guy, he's he's working as an air traffic controller, right? Extra hard on the Extra weekend. Extra hard on the weekend. And then um, throughout the music video, he progressively 
kind of goes crazy working on the weekend. He's very stressed out. He's, he's got very stressed spread out. all over his table. He's freaking the fuck out. He's like, where's Chicago? Where's Chicago? <laughs> There's a connected flight landing in two hours. Where, where's Chicago? And he's, he, I don't know why he has that accent. But he's going, he's going a little, a little upsetty. <laughs> he's a little upsetty. He quit his uh, job managing the Stop and Shop. To uh... You're going Stop and Shop? I was going Applebee's. Oh, fuck. Well, both. It was definitely a job where, like, the manager dresses up significantly nicer than the rest of the employees. Mm-hmm. Like, like a high V of sorts where they're, for some reason, wearing a button-up and dress pants. <laughs> which I've always found to be very <laughs> odd. Because it's still a grocery store. Yeah. You know, people used to try back in the day. I yeah. think I think I'm gonna start like a like a mid level uh, food chain, much like Applebee's or Chili's. The neighborhood, or maybe like Olive Garden. Olive Garden's a bit too fancy though, but something like that, something like down home, like come here, get dollar margaritas. Come here, get that food poisoning. Thing. But the manager is required to wear like a three piece suit. That's pretty cool. With like the big like tail on the back. Yeah. And, like, a top hat. Yeah. Cool. And That's if like idea. you don't do that, you don't get benefits. We should have a pipe too. It should be smoking. Not actual smoking, like a like no. a bubble thing, like SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where were we with this? Yeah, the Lover Boy thing. Oh, the Lover Boy things. Yeah. So he's getting stressed out throughout the music video, right? Yeah. This would be. He just keeps. He's getting angry. He's getting angrier and angrier throughout the whole song, and then. Sort of dropping shit. Yep. He's in the bathroom. He's taking a shit. It's not coming out. Yeah, he's he he's a bad diet. I mean, airplane food. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld always said. What's the deal with airplane food? What? This dude is showing cases of what the deal is with airplane food. That would be the worst if they sold airplane food on the as an air traffic controller. You still have to eat the shit they eat on an airplane. Even airport food fucking sucks if it's not from like the actual like restaurants. Yeah, don't they have that weird cafe thing? Yeah. Where they're just constantly playing CNN on the TVs? Yeah, and it's like, oh, here's a turkey and Swiss sandwich. <laughs> Guess when we made it? We don't know either. <laughs> Uh, I didn't yeah. know Swiss was blue. Yeah, it is now. Oh fuck! <laughs> in foreign waters. It is now. In foreign waters. <laughs> but yeah, the the air traffic controller is getting equally late. He's getting very fed up. He's getting his work area is a mess. A dude like a like an intern came to bring him coffee, and he just fucking throws. He it. throws it. <laughs> he fucking throws a punch at the intern, and it comes back, and he's just freaking the fuck out. There's blood <laughs> on his face. Uh, <laughs> And then there's like a, there's kind of like a quiet break in the song, like two thirds through. Like there's like a refrain, and it, I think the perfect thing in the music video would just be a close cut to his eyes looking at a drawer in his desk, and he goes, opens the drawer, and there's a gun. <laughs> and the next minute and a half of the music video is him just contemplating suicide in this air traffic controller tower. Well, working for the weekend by Loverboy's playing in the background. Yeah. His co-workers at some point during the, the song come up and start, they try to stop him. For, they, one of them notices he has the gun or whatever. I'm he, thinking I'm thinking they like see through a window in the door and they're like banging on it, but he has it like barricaded. Yeah. He has a chair up against the door and he's just staring at him with it like fucking in his mouth. <laughs> he's still directing the planes because he cares about his job, but he's just stressed out. He's like, Chicago, Chicago! <laughs> I think the thing that would make that is if there's, like, a piece of Chicago Cubs memorabilia in the back of his office somewhere. Yeah, it's, like, a fucking framed picture of Sammy Sosa, but not, like, Sammy Sosa in his prime, like, like white, now? white Sammy Sosa now. Yeah, where he's just lost it. That. Yeah. Right, yeah, Sammy Sosa is white now, if you didn't know. 
Good for him. He was a good baseball player. Yeah, man. Like early 2000s stuff, like Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr. They're, they're fucking kidding. He's got Aaron Boone for the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Got, got A-Rod. Travis Tritt. <laughs> That's the country singer. <laughs> it's like Keith Urban. Yeah, Keith. Wait, Keith Urban is a that's an actor, isn't it? Keith Urban? Carl Urban's an actor. Keith, Keith Urban, Urban is a country. He's like an Australian country singer. Yeah, he's like Ty Pennington from Extreme. I always get him mixed up with the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls, the front man. I wouldn't be able to. Tell I you think that. they have the same haircut. Uh, I don't know his Keith name. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah, that might, like might I, be him. I feel like I definitely know the nude from. Uh, the nude. The nude. <laughs> I am. The dude from Google Dolls is name. Kellen Quinn. Uh, Kellen Quinn. <laughs> Johnny Resnick. Okay. Resesnick. It's uh, Trent Reznor's third cousin. Trent Reznor. Speaking of Trent Reznor, did you, how'd you feel about that new uh, Code Orange track? <laughs> you want me to be real? Just listen to half of it. Yeah. I turned it off pretty quick, too. I mean, band's good. They're doing their own thing. It's just not for me anymore. It's like Knocked Loose. It's just not for me anymore. They're good. They're doing their own thing. They have their own lane now. I'm just not in their lane. I don't know if you can compare that to Knocked Loose's newer stuff. Because Knocked Loose's newer stuff, at least, is, like, I, not, I can I can listen to it. It's not as, it's like, good. stark of a trajectory. It's not as, like, far off from where they started. Because, I mean, Conor started, they were fucking good. They were basically just a Converge ripoff. Um... A fucking good Converge ripoff. Good Converge ripoff. That's why they got signed to Death Wish. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it ain't for me. I've never been that type of guy. I've, I don't wear trench coats. I don't like, I don't like raves. You're not Andrew Yang in the 90s. I'm not Andrew Yang in the 90s. I'm not Andrew Yang in 2020. <sighs> no, dude. Yang Gang 2020. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I was going to say later, I know even though I know what you were going to say. Do you have anything else on your list? Cause, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, how long have we been going? About 50 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. 15 minutes? 50 minutes. 5-0. 15. No. I wanted to... Uh, Yo, how do you pronounce that word? The far right one. Courier. <laughs> Courier? <laughs> no, how do you pronounce it? How do you say it? Real? Creole. <laughs> Creole. <laughs> no, it was me and the one above it. The, the brand name. Zatarains. <laughs> Is it Zatarains? <laughs> it looks like it. I see a Z and A, a T, a R. Is it Zatarains? There's these new apples. It's a podcast, of course. There's these new apples that they sell at Hy-Vee. The new strain of apples are called Cosmic Crisp. Cosmo Kramers? Cosmic Kramers. They're the best apples yes, you will ever have. We're going to go get some after this. Vegan? I think so. There's no cow in them. There's no cow. That's what that is, right? Yeah, it's beef apples. Bapples. <laughs> anyway. Is that the only thing that you had left? I think that was it. So how do you think that went? Pretty good. You think it went okay? I think it went all right. I was nervous. Uh-huh. Am I supposed to stop? <laughs> Hey, welcome to the after show. <laughs> Are we doing an after show? <laughs> no.